Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, I am doing a special Q&A episode specifically around frequently asked Enneagram questions. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I am just doing like a little experiment where I'm drinking tea in the afternoons instead of coffee. And it's not really for any strong reason other than just why not? I like to like play with stuff like that. And today I stopped and got a bubble tea on the way to work and it felt like such a little special treat. My thorn is that for some reason I passed Sarah Jane, chose not to do skincare this morning and my skin is dry. Like it is feeling tight, not ideal. But my bud is that tomorrow, my husband, the kiddo, and I are heading to the apple orchard. It's just one of our yearly, you know, fall traditions, and I'm just looking forward to it. Getting time with all three of us to do a fun a little exciting activity. It's the first time I'm getting to see the kiddo since I got back from Bali, and I think I'm gonna try and make a pie. I don't know, we'll see. We'll see if I get crazy enough to make a pie. That would be just wild. I like the idea of calling making a pie like crazy. <laughs> Um, but I've, I don't know if I've ever made a pie before. Like I've made pie, but I don't know if I've ever like made a pie. Do you know what I mean? Like made it from scratch, like an apple pie. Like I think I've made like quiche or like pumpkin pie that it's just different. I think you know what I mean, right? I think it's like maybe making the crust or even just like, I usually buy crust that's like frozen already put into a tin and everything. And I don't think I'll like make the crust from scratch this time. We'll see, but I might get like the kind that you like lay out and like, we'll see what happens. Who knows? It could, I could just be like, you know, let's just make some baked apples. Um, also as a quick reminder, you can get your questions answered through the podcast phone line. So you can call or text them in to 828-338-9127. That's linked in the show notes for you as well. Right now there aren't any questions lined up. So next week is all yours if you want to send a question in or drop a line over. All right, let's get into the five most commonly asked questions that I get about the Enneagram. So number one is the big one, right? This is the doozy. How do I find my Enneagram type? Or what's the best quiz to send to someone who's trying to find their Enneagram type? 
So I did do a specific episode on this and I tell people this all the time. If you are looking for a specific episode from me, don't go scrolling through the feed because I do so many episodes. Even when I need to find an episode, I Google it. So <laughs> I highly encourage you to just Google Enneagram and Coffee, how to find your Enneagram type podcast and it should pop up. Um, so I did a whole episode on it that'll go into more detail, but my short answer for you is do not take a quiz. Just don't do it. It's, it's, they're like 50 to 80% accurate. The ones that are more accurate, you have to pay for. Uh, and even then you, there's a, you, if you're not doing it with a coach, who's going to kind of help guide you through your results. I just don't think it's worth it. I think there are better ways. So don't take a quiz. Now, if you insist on taking a quiz, which I know some of you are going to, um, what I would do is take those responses as suggestions. So a lot of times you get like maybe three responses. Don't take those as like, these are my three types. These are, you know, that it's not certain. Just take them as suggestions, as places to start. So take them, read a book, read about those types in a book, read about them online and just see which one makes you feel most exposed. Friends, if I had listened to this advice when I first learned about the Enneagram, I would have saved two years of exploration <laughs> trying to find my type. Because what happened to me is I took a quiz, I mistyped, but that day, that day, I read the description for type seven and thought, I feel like someone has followed me around and written down my life. Okay, like that's how it feels. And because I didn't know the Enneagram well, I really second guessed that. I thought I had to go by the type that I got on the quiz. And then when I felt like, you know, let's explore some other things, I really just had such a simplistic understanding of what a type seven was at the time that I didn't know the Enneagram well enough to know that I fit the type structure, if that makes sense. Even though the description was me, like it was written out, <laughs> everything about me was written out in the description, I still found really creative ways to second guess that. So if that's you, if you've been there and you're like, yeah, I read this one, it felt like me, but then I'm second guessing it and have all these questions, Listen, that first instinct of like, this feels so vulnerable, maybe it made you mad, maybe it felt like rude, <laughs> whatever it is for you, that's probably your type. So if you're starting out and you really are trusting me and you're not taking the quiz, I recommend you get a book. You know, my first book would be better for this than my current, like the book that's releasing now. Um, the Honest Enneagram is a better like introduction to the Enneagram. So I would say like grab the Honest Enneagram, read the type description, whichever one feels the most true to you is your type. It's that simple. And then um, another, if you wanna do an online resource instead of a book, I really think the write-ups on the Enneagram Institute are great. Just go to the Enneagraminstitute.com and read their descriptions and just trust the one that you resonate with the most, especially the basic fears, the basic motivations, like the internal stuff, that that would be your type. It's not super complicated. Um, now, I will say that when I did my like little two-year journey of <laughs> going back and forth and tossing it all around, I ended up 
hiring a coach and she just like helped me just feel more confident that that was my type, um, which is all that I needed. I just needed someone to be like, no, you didn't, you're not crazy. That's absolutely what it is. So that's what I would do. Um, all right. So that is how you found your Enneagram type. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Number two, the second question that I get most often is what are the origins of the Enneagram? So this is kind of a two-part question, right? So there's the origin of the diagram, like the symbol itself. Um, that is what, when we talk about like centuries, years old, that's what we're talking about is the diagram. So some even hypothesize that it goes back as far as like Greek mathematicians. Um, now the first appearance that we have of it in print though, um, that we know about was in 1305, um, when a Franciscan friar named Ramon Lull in Majorca, um, they used it, but they used it to explain Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. So that's like one piece of history. Now the second piece is kind of the psychological history of the Enneagram, and that didn't really begin until the late 1960s. So at first we had George Gurdjieff, who was using the Enneagram to understand natural laws of the universe. Um, and like kind of more in a spiritual group way. He was kind of a teacher of human development and he brought the symbol kind of to the public in 1915, but this was happening in Moscow. Um, now, Gurdjieff used the Enneagram as a major part of his teaching, but he wasn't as much talking about personality types. However, Oscar Echazo is another teacher of human development who had, you know, we know that they had, he had contact with Gurdjieff, maybe was a student of Gurdjieff, um, was the first one to arrange like it into type structures. And this was happening in the late 1960s. So th that's our kind of our history. <laughs> it's kind of like a little muddy, kind of confusing history. But really, you know, I say it starts with like Oscar Chazo in the 60s. The, the version of the Enneagram that we know now really isn't as old, right? Like it's an ancient tool, it's an ancient map, but it hasn't always been broken down into personality types like this. So that is the history of the Enneagram. <laughs> Number three, can your type change as you get older? So anything like this, this is always going to be an opinion based off of observation or theory or conversations and experience. So for me, I'm forming my opinion based off of my trainings, conversations with teachers, and just like my experience talking to lots and lots of people about the Enneagram and their experience with the Enneagram. I'm very skeptical of anyone who says they know anything like this for certain because there's just no way to know, quite frankly. Like, maybe it can change as you get older, maybe not, you know? But my personal opinion is that in general, because our Enneagram is our worldview, it's kind of how we've formed ourselves, it's how we've oriented most of our life, that it's my opinion that it stays the same that we are going to be in consistent relationship to that thing for the rest of our lives. Now, 
Just because I think our Enneagram type stays the same doesn't mean that I think we stay the same, right? So because our Enneagram type isn't about our behavior, it's about kind of the way that we want to present to the world or the way that we've protected ourselves in our life. And we are able to grow and shift and change and loosen that up, right? Like as we grow, actually, we start to look less like our Enneagram type. We start to look more like all the numbers because we can choose when we show up and how we show up in the in the correct situations. And so even if you didn't know the Enneagram, you might have done a lot of personal growth work outside of the Enneagram that shifted the way that your type structure showed up that maybe made you look more like another type. Um, sometimes I forget that I'm a type seven because I love to be home now and I am not the most social person anymore. But, you know, talk to friends of mine from a few years ago, they would be shocked to hear me say that because that's so opposite of how I used to be. So I would say like, it's not really about what you do. It's about like what you're afraid of and what you're driven by. So I will say, like like I say, like I now I'm not super social or like to go out all the time, but that doesn't mean that I don't have a consistent relationship with a fear of being trapped in negative emotion, right? That's something that I'm kind of in conversation with every day, but am I going to like four parties every New Year's Eve now? Absolutely not. So like my behavior has shifted and changed, but I, and I've softened and I've learned a lot of coping skills that help me not show up in that kind of like desperate fleeing kind of way all the time, but I am in consistent relationship to it, if that makes sense. So in my opinion, your Enneagram type stays the same, but you as a human, your complex being who can't be put into a box will shift and change forever. All right, fourth question that I get frequently about the Enneagram, is it nature versus nurture? So here's what we know is that psychology still doesn't know whether <laughs> what percentage of our personality is formed by nature or nurture. Therefore, we don't know. Uh, again, this is a theory of like what I think. Uh, in my opinion, I think we're probably born with our Enneagram type and it's more so a sensitivity to the, the pain point of that childhood wound. So for me, it was like this message that I wasn't gonna get my needs met, that um, I had kind of a disconnect with my nurturing figure. And that was something that I think I was always sensitive to and was looking for and found evidence for, right? But I don't think that it like happened as a result of my childhood. And I think maybe I would have said something differently, you know, six years ago or even, you know, maybe seven years ago. But the more sevens I meet, the more different childhoods we have, the more I kind of don't think that it's based off of the reality of our experience. I think it's more of how we coped with that experience. And I think that was always in us. I'm also a really big fan of the soul child theory. And sometimes I kind of, I don't know how these two can be held at this together um, in conjunction, like these two opinions, but somehow that's what I'm doing. Um, so soul child theory is essentially that your type that you move to and rest is kind of like the core of who you really are and that your Enneagram type is your protective mechanism. It's how you've kind of protected that part of you. So as a seven, uh, you know, I little true me is a, a little five. 
who just wanted to be left alone, who wanted to research and get carried away in my imagination, which is accurate. Um, I was definitely like the kid who, when things were happening in our household, I wanted to go be in the woods alone. Um, I also would get caught up in books. I read a lot as a kid. I wrote a lot as a kid. I was very much like living in my little fantasy world in my head. That was like the most true thing. But that we form our Enneagram type to protect that. So I learned that if I'm happy, if I'm satisfied, if I'm looking forward to the next exciting thing, that like that keeps that little five kind of more sensitive part of me safe. So, um, yeah, so I kind of hold those two theories together that like we're born our Enneagram type, but also maybe we're born our health, you know, our, um, the number we go to and rest, and then we form our Enneagram type to protect it. I'm open to both of those. You know, I don't, I don't feel a need to like nail a coffin, put a nail in that coffin and just say like, oh, I know for sure either way. Those are kind of the two theories that I ascribe to subscribe to but um yeah we don't know (laughs) psychology doesn't know yet either um number five can i have a healthy relationship with a type blank if i'm a type blank so i get this question all the time from all the enneagram types about all the other enneagram types can i be in a healthy relationship with a person of this certain number and my answer to that is always the same which is you can be in a relationship with anyone of any number as long as you're both growing and willing to grow. If you're both willing to do the work to grow together, then you're going to be fine. (laughs) You know, it doesn't really matter what their Enneagram type is because again, as you grow, your type softens, right? It doesn't always look, it's not as always hard edged. I've met a lot of like Enneagram eights who are really aggressive and assertive and dominant. And then I've met a lot of Enneagram eights who've done a lot of personal growth work who actually are sometimes the last to speak up, who are, you know, very gentle in their na- in their nature, very vulnerable, very open, um, honestly, very soft. Like, it's not really about their number. It's about, like, how willing to work on this are they? How willing to work on themselves are they? And I don't think you can convince someone to be that way. I think meeting someone who's already doing that is the goal, right? Like, we don't want to make them start doing their personal growth work because that's exhausting. But instead, just you know, finding someone who's doing that work and who's willing to do that work with you, it doesn't really matter their their number. So that's the top five questions that I get, but this only really scratches the surface of frequently asked questions I receive. So if you'd like to see another episode like this, let me know on Instagram. Just DM me at Sarah Jane Case. I would love to do this again. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.